Hello everyone, welcome to Constitutional Talks with me, Cecilia Fini, and today I'm speaking with Zaidan Azar Hidayat. Hello, Mr. Hidayat, how are you today? Well, hello, Madam Fini. Uh, I'm great. How do you do? I'm also doing great. Thanks to you for uh, willing to join our podcast. <laughs> no, no, it's actually thanks to you for having this podcast. Very happy uh, to have Constitutional Talks with you. It's really my honor. Ah uh, no. <laughs> All right, before before we jump into our discussion, maybe it'll be nice if we could grab a cup of coffee to lighten up our discussion. Am I right, Sir Zaidan? <laughs> well, coffee is a must. Luckily, uh, I already got my coffee. It's here with me now. And where's yours? I got my coffee just right here. All right, we already got our coffee, so let's start the discussion. Uh, to start our discussion, we'll go for a general opinion first. Okay, the implementation of independent candidate for presidential election may be considered as a risky path due to the fact that the ongoing government of Indonesia as a state requires the relation between the executive and the legislative. It still arouses debate uh, whether it's necessary or not for a presidential candidate to be endorsed by a political party. So Zaidan, what are your opinions about this? Do you agree that a presidential candidate should be endorsed by a political party? Well, Cecil, um, I agree with that a presidential candidate uh, should be endorsed by a political party or a group of political party. Political parties um, must have a system on their internal on how to cater future leaders. Regeneration, which creates change in leadership that is offered to the society. Not only uh, old people, but young people uh, that has something new can also become president. But we can see now that Political parties are usually only controlled by party leaders who are family members and want their children to run as presidential candidates. Or maybe um, parties that whom inside the parties have money are eligible to run for presidential election. This, of course, hinders regenerations new ideas and opportunities for Indonesia. Uh, also, we can call it as a political party oligarchy. Yeah, Zaidan, uh, the regeneration, new ideas and opportunities for Indonesia is actually a big thing that should be considered and should be concerned because Uh, believe it or not, a president holds a big role in this. Right, yes. Biden? Yes. Okay. Okay, speaking about endorsed by a political party, as we know from Article 6A, Paragraph 2 of the Indonesian Constitution, it states that the candidates should be endorsed by a political party. 
However, I read in a journal article from Indonesian Constitutional Law Journal Volume 3 number 1 titled Kedudukan Hak Konstitusional Warga Negara Terkait Gagasan Calon Perseorangan atau Independen Dalam Pemilihan Umum Presiden dan Wakil Presiden and their conclusion was the idea of an independent candidate to participate in a presidential election is actually a way to implement sovereignty of the people. And it is in accordance with the constitutional right of Indonesian citizens in Article 27, Paragraph 1 of the Indonesian Constitution that states, every Indonesian citizen has the same position before the law and government. And somehow this is making me even more confused. But when you realize it, uh, there are actually no specific articles or regulations that prohibit an independent candidate from running for presidential election. That's how I feel it. How about you, Zaydan? Um, I agree with you, Seso. Uh, it's very interesting how uh, Article 27, Paragraph 1 can contradict Article uh, 6A, Paragraph 2. Um, it seems like there is a ref vacuum. But I've seen on the news that the Indonesian people uh, representative have done their ref finding about the requirements for nomination of a president uh, and vice president until the candidacy for regional head must be a member of a political party. Um, this is so-called um, uh, election bill draft, which is in the 2021 prolegnas. In this draft election bill, the requirements for nomination of election participants are stated in article 182 paragraph 2 in this article it explained that requirements for candidates candidacy for president vice president uh, and the region or mayor must be a member of a political party the article says that pasal 182 uh, calon presiden Wakil Presiden, anggota DPR, anggota DPD, Gubernur, Wakil Gubernur, anggota DPRD Provinsi, Bupati, dan Wakil Bupati atau Wali Kota, dan Wakil Wali Kota serta anggota DPRD Kabupaten atau Kota, sebagaimana dimaksud pada ayat 1, harus memenuhi persyaratan sebagai berikut. Menjadi anggota partai politik peserta pemilu, kecuali bagi calon anggota DPD maupun pasangan calon gubernur dan wakil gubernur serta calon bupati dan wakil bupati atau wali kota dan wakil wali kota yang maju lewat jalur perseorangan. Um, this requirement uh, does not exist before in law number 7 of 2017 which is currently still in effect. Uh, in the law, the requirements to become a member of a political party only applies to candidates for members of the DPR, provincial uh, D, uh, DPRD, and regency or municipal DPRD. I think um, in the upcoming years, if this law is done by this year, I think there will be no problem having um, presidential election in 
it will be clear that um, independent candidates can't uh, nominate itself. Okay, next. Um, how about we discuss it from a practical perspective? Sure, Zaiden. It'll be interesting. Okay. Um, this is what I have to say, yeah. Indonesia is a huge nation. Um, from Sabang to Merauke, there are 34 provinces in Indonesia. If we look at uh, 2019 election, it needed nearly a million voting stations, or we know as uh, TPS. We are the fourth largest population in the world, um, one of the biggest democracies. And in 2009 election, there were 190 million people eligible for voting. And in that year alone, uh, the number of election management officers who died is 894 officers. And more than 5,000 became sick. In Indonesia, there is a system where um, a system and a law, yeah, where a presidential candidate is declared the winner of the election is when they achieve 50% plus one of the whole uh, voters and have at least a 20% vote in every provinces. I think when there is more than two president uh, presidential candidates, then the result of the election is impossible to meet the winning requirements. And that's where political parties come in. Political parties uh, in the parliament have a percentage on how much they hold power in the parliament. And there is a minimum percentage of a party or a group of party to nominate a presidential candidate, which limits it to two presidential candidates and obviously one round. We can imagine when a presidential election must be more than one round. The budget will double, the death of um, election officers can double, a logistical nightmare. I believe after seeing the first round, the KPA will have to reprint for the next round. And also to send ballots throughout Indonesia. That's where the importance of political parties arise in the implementation of uh, presidential nominations. So that presidential elections can be efficient uh, and take place in a direct, public, free, confidential, honest and fair manner. How about you, Cecil? I agree with your point. Uh, if we look at the efficiency side of it, uh, we cannot deny that it is indeed efficient. However, uh, when it comes to efficiency, somehow it recalls something uh, from back in the new order. Uh, there was a thing called a fusion of political parties. It was quote unquote efficient, but was it really effective and uh, represented the sovereignty of the people? But yeah, we are going to discuss uh, more about 
political issues at our last part of this discussion uh, to make it more intense. Anyways, still speaking from the practical perspective as to how Indonesia is following the tri political system, which differ three powers, the executive, uh, legislative, and judiciary. And as I said before, at the beginning of our discussion, uh, the implementation of an independent candidate for presidential election may be considered as a risky path. It is due to the fact that the governing system in Indonesia as a state requires the relation between the executive and the legislative. If the executives come from an independent candidate, there might be a difference uh, in the political way of thinking between the executive and the legislative due to the absence of political support from the political party towards the independent candidate, which leads to a probability of this harmony between the executive and legislative. Okay, uh, so let's make an analogy. Imagine you're doing a project and you were trusted to be the project leader. Your teammates are from a diverse background and you're supposed to lead the team to reach a certain goal. However, three out of five of them do not have the same vision and objectives as you. Even though you're all in the same team, but when the majority does not have the same vision as you, it'll be tricky because it'll be hard to gain support from them because they tend to believe uh, different things from what you believe. And here I'm going to emphasize the word vision. People who have something in common, well, in this case, comes from the same political party, are more likely to have the same political way of thinking, which makes it more effortless to gain support from them. Therefore, it is more beneficial for the ongoing government if the presidential candidate is endorsed by a political party. But uh, let's try to dive into it more further. Do you think it is really unbeneficial for the country if some of the presidential candidates are independent candidates? Uh, well, Cecil, I wouldn't say um, really unbeneficial. From my point of view, um, there are times when independent candidates can be beneficial. When there is a massive um, systematic oligarchy of political parties and it creates uh, public distrust in political parties. This could hinder Indonesian democracy because the people are reluctant to participate. That's where um, and when candidates, uh, independent candidates can come in and they can come in to save democracy. What do you think, Cecil? Should Indonesia give a chance to independent candidates? Um, okay, uh, before I answer your question, because it is uh, quite tricky, uh, I'm going to uh, say this first. Uh, I agree with your statement on uh, that's where independent candidates can come in to save democracy, Zaiden. Uh, after all, 
the main goal is to pursue democracy and also public trust towards our government. And without further ado, let's talk about what is the exact thing that we are trying to avoid. And hopefully, uh, after we know it, hopefully it will help us to come up into a middle ground. So yeah, uh, before we go to any conclusion on whether uh, should Indonesia give a chance to independent candidates or not? Uh, I think we should discuss something quite interesting. Oh, what is it? Uh, sure thing. Um, okay, uh, do you think that there is any possibility that a political issue might exist? Um, we can see that it cannot be denied that uh, political concession exists, as you know. It even become a promise uh, and contest between parties in the coalition. When a party nominates a candidate with the promise that if the candidate wins, this party will get um, a number of ministerial seats. It's like the president is being held hostage, uh, looking for ministers who, of course, have the ability for the ministry, but still fulfills his uh, political promises. I think that's why we can see there are fewer ministers who came from expertise background than those from political background. Next, we can see a problem that Indonesia has a fat cabinet. The number of ministries and ministers would be more concise here. Now, nowadays, we can see that um, in the cabinet, there is coordinating minister, minister, and also uh, deputy ministers. We can be grateful that there is indeed the experts inside the a cabinet, but many of them are also political. Um, I think that's it, Cecil. What do you think? Hmm. All right. Interesting. I think many of us are curious about what exactly is a fat cabinet, whether if Indonesia really has a fat cabinet or not. Well, speaking about fat cabinet, obviously it isn't because it failed on its diet program. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, uh, but in my understanding, I think uh, to put it in short, a uh, fat cabinet uh, may be said as a redundant cabinet. Am I right, uh, Zaydan? I think you can put it that way. Hmm. Yeah, and yeah, speaking about fat cabinets, uh, if the purpose is if the purpose of increasing the quantity of ministries is actually still reasonable and it aims to make the system more effective, I personally think it will not be a big problem if the output it gives goes in accordance with the proposes. And I also agree with your statement that there are still some experts that are entrusted by the president to be in the cabinet. Uh, one of the examples is our lecturer in Universitas Gajah Mada, uh, Prof. Eddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Vice Minister ya, Prof. Eddy ya. Yeah, he was interested because of his performance and competences. And not only him in this cabinet, Cabinet uh, Indonesia Maju, there are quite a few ministries uh, and ministers that are appointed because of their competences. And in other words, uh, they are independent and not coming from any political party. And I guess it really depends on uh, who is the president itself and what are the goals uh, to increase the quantity of uh, ministries. Yeah, and possibility may occur, but it could be prevented, right? So political concession, money politics, and such other things that aren't in accordance with the sovereignty of the people should be prevented at all costs. And this is why participating in an election to use our voting rights is so important. To be able to really choose the right candidate to run the country. Because... Uh, Imagine if you do not use your voting rights and then um, the president that is chosen does not uh, fulfills your expectation, uh, what are you going to do? Because you, you don't even use your voting rights, right? So yeah, by using our voting rights, it will also represent the voice of the people as well as uh, your voice as an Indonesian citizen. Okay, well, I guess to make it clear, whoever the candidate is, it is important to uphold the concept of sovereignty of the people as Indonesia is a democratic country. And from the practical aspect, it is more efficient if the candidate is endorsed by a political party. However, it is still important to pursue the citizens' constitutional rights. So by the view of law, it is actually not prohibited. Well, for now, yeah. For now, it is actually not prohibited if there is an independent candidate. Uh, yeah. So, would you like to give some closing statements, Aiden? Um, maybe to close it up, sovereignty of the people is a must. Yeah. It's the key foundation um, to our democracy. It just depends on how we manage or we manage it. I think uh, as our country continues to grow, there will be more upcoming uh, and interesting dynamics regarding uh, presidential election, maybe specifically uh, about independent candidates. Yes, Zayden, I couldn't agree more with uh, what you said that there will be more upcoming interesting dynamics uh, in Indonesia, especially yeah, because as we know, there are lots of things uh, that is happening, especially in politics. Right, Zayden? Uh, of course, Cecil. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully the upcoming interesting dynamics will be a good thing and would be beneficial also for our country. And yeah, thank you very much Zayden for the time and the coffee discussion session. It was very interesting to have this discussion with you and uh, have different opinions and also different perspective in our discussion. And it is such a pleasure to discuss this matter. No, Cecil, um, it's, I'm very honored. Um, thank you to you 
for having this podcast. <laughs> no, thank you to you for uh, willing to join our podcast. And yeah, we will also like to thank uh, to all of you that have listened to our podcast. And hopefully we will meet again in our next episode of Constitutional Talks. Hopefully we will have Zaidan again yeah, in our next podcast. Sure thing, sure thing. Okay. And yeah, that is all from Constitutional Talks. Uh, this is me, Cecilia, with Zaidan Asar Hidayat. And we would like to say thank you again and see you in the next Constitutional Talks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.